Welcome into the In the Money podcast. It's for Saturday, June the 4th at Churchill Downs. I'm Tom Leach, along with Jim Goodman, Keeneland's Director of Wagering Development. Four stakes races that make up the late pick four that we're going to take a look at, Jim. This is their Stephen Foster preview weekend. Uh, races that will feed into the stakes on Stephen Foster Day at Churchill Downs. So let's jump into the eighth race, the Grade 3 Arlington. One of the stakes that transferred over from the closing of Arlington up in Chicago. On the turf at a mile and a 16th for four-year-olds and up. Uh, who do you like? Well, Jim, who do you like in the Grade 3 Arlington? Well, it's a nice uh, six-horse field. I wish they got more people and more horses in here. Uh, it seems like the stakes races are struggling these days, but um, I like admission office, but I really don't like that long layoff. It hasn't been out since February 21, so I'm going to make the assumption that uh, he's going to need this race. Uh, he fits class-wise, and if he was ready, I would I would take him, but I'm, I'm not going to use him. I'm going to take Flora for him. Uh, this horse won its last race at at, um, at Keeneland on the last weekend after running uh, a very good third to Cheryl Spite, who came back and won the Maker's Mark Mile at Keeneland. So comes out of a key race, uh, won at Keeneland after that, and I, I think fits very well here. And Bill Mott's got this one going the right way for Gaffleyon. Uh, also, to use Gray Sable on the outside for Brian Lynch and Le Peru. Uh, this is first under Brian Lynch. He's 18% first time uh, under a new trainer. Uh, coming out of the opening verse at Churchill uh, back on Derby Day. And I think uh, if he moves up from that race, I think he's got a big shot as well. Uh, that's the two I'm going to use in the pick four. Uh, get smoking, I'm going to throw out because of the trip to Dubai. Uh, the horse ran actually beat uh, Flora form in that race at Keeneland, but they shipped him over to Dubai, and he did not run a step. And I think that that trip probably took a lot out of him, and I'm just going to play against the Dubai shippers until he comes back with a second race. And the others I didn't really ha have a have an opinion on. Luis Saez, unlike the team, uh, I like because of Luis Saez. But I think Flora form the two and Grace Fable of six uh, are going to be my exact to play in here in the two I use in the pick four. I did not have a good feel at all for this race, so I ended up using uh, five horses on my pick four ticket. I finally settled on field pass, kind of a shaky nod. A horse has eight wins, had a wide trip last time, and I just thought maybe have a little bit of a class edge against the with the company that he has kept. It's Mike Maker, obviously very good on the turf. Um, like the King, you mentioned him. Um, this horse, in his four-year-old debut, at his best buyer figure, um, Galloped out really strong in that race, too, uh, when I watched the replay. Ought to improve in the second start, second start since moving into the Cassie Barn. So I thought there were some things to like about that one. Admission office has some back class, likes Churchill Downs. Lynch Barn's been hot. Uh, floor form. And then uh, get smoking, the other Cassie I, I did use. Uh, I like floor form for the reasons you mentioned. So I'm going to use all five of those and... Uh, probably should include Gray's Fable too, but uh, to keep the, the ticket manageable, I cut it off somewhere. So didn't have a strong opinion there. Uh, the ninth race is the Aristides, six furlongs for four-year-olds and up. And I ended up landing on Jalen Journey, one for one at Churchill at Santana and Askerson. That's noteworthy because uh, Santana was his go-to rider for several years and then just went ice cold last year. And uh, Asmussen went to other riders, kind of Rosario's been his uh, seemingly go-to guy and some Gaffley owned, but 
This horse had a 102 buyer last summer at Saratoga. And Asperson and Santana get back together, so maybe there's some, some significance of that for this horse. So I ended up with Jalen Journey. Miles ahead, I thought uh, was interesting moving into the Paul McGee barn. He does well with newcomers. Horse has good speed and has won 11 races. Uh, Top Gunner had a strong win on uh, Derby Week at Churchill. And uh, Bob's Edge is a grade three winner. So I, uh, I'm going to go four deep in there with a, a nod to Jalen Journey on top. Who do you like in the Aristides? I used Jalen Journey, but I actually picked Bob's Edge. And I went back and keyed on that uh, Whitmore race at Oakland, the grade three that you mentioned. Uh, he beat a nice field there, including Greeley and Ben, who came back and won off that race. Greeley and Ben's one of the best horses at Oakland. Um, and he won two in a row. He got beat by Jackie's Warrior. Uh, at Oakland the next time out in a grade three. That's, that's certainly no uh, disgrace. And he ran uh, behind another horse that came back and won, chip off the whole block. So I'm going to take Bob's edge in here for Larry Jones. And if he repeats that Whitmore effort with that 98 buyer, I think he's going to be really, really tough to handle in here. Um, also use Top Gunner for John Ortiz and Gutierrez uh, coming off two straight wins, uh, one at Oakland and then his first race at Churchill was a winning effort in the St. Matthews. So he's taking uh, a slight, not really a slight step up, 200000 versus 158000 He won at pretty much this level last time out. Uh, beat Tulane Trist, a nice little horse. And so I think Top Gunner I'm going to use as well. Um, I'm going to use those three in the pick four. Um, miles ahead, I, I see, I just don't think he's back where he was uh, in February. The Santa Anita race, um, and maybe it's just shipping out there, but uh, he's very consistent at Gulfstream. Hasn't run at Churchill, so I'm going to take a watch and see on him, but I think Miles Ahead fits as well in class. The blame is next. It's four-year-olds and up going a mile and an eighth on the main track. Race 10, third leg of the pick four. A nice group assembled here. Where did you land? I landed on American Revolution. Um, the horse has been out, has, hasn't been out since December, but he had a very uh, trying uh, six-race effort in between June and December last year. So I'm just thinking they let him rest a while. Um, and he's coming back off of the, he won the cigar mile the last time out. So, uh, there aren't any, uh, this is not a grade one. This is a good stepping stone for him to go somewhere else. So he's not going to be totally cranked for this, but I just think that he is the class of the field. Um, this, this race came up really tough. I was talking to, uh, Gatewood Bell, my my boss at Keeneland, and he's got a piece of scalding, and he he was he thought this race came up really tough because that horse has got a big shot. Has won four in a row, including uh, a mile and eighth win in the Ben Ali at, at Keeneland, and two other horses come out of the same race in here. So I'm going to use American Revolution. Scalding is my second choice, and then I'm going to use Proxy. Um, Proxy was on the Derby Trail uh, last year and didn't pan out, winning uh, running in Louisiana. Came back this year at Fairgrounds and ran really well his first time out, but has been a little short the last couple in the uh, New Orleans and the Ben Ali, but certainly has the back class to compete here. So I'm going to use those three. American Revolution is going to be my pick, though. I ended up on American Revolution as well. I just thought those uh, superior speed figures jumped out. Horse is working like he's ready. Uh, I'm like you, probably not fully cranked up, but may not need to be. Uh, got uh, Windstar in there, so there's some local connections that uh, I would think that uh, horse is going to be ready to uh, run well in front of the uh, the home crowd, if you will. 
But uh, Scalding was so impressive in the Benali that I have to use him on my ticket as well. At uh, 97 Bayard, he just won very, very uh, easily. Uh, Dynamic 1 had some trouble in the Benali, and you could make a case uh, for that one on his best day, but he's just kind of an in-and-outer, it seems to me. And I think if Pletcher wins this, it'll be with American Revolution uh, over Dynamic 1. So I'm going to do uh, American Revolution and Scalding when we get to the pick four, but American Revolution is the win pick. Finally, to the Audubon, three-year-olds on the turf at a mile and an eighth. I ended up taking a horse that just broke his maiden, James Jones, for Chad Brown. I uh, went back and watched the race, and this horse had a really impressive turn of foot in the stretch to open up on the field. And you get uh, Chad Brown, Santana's riding very well. He's on board here. It is a class jump, so you would want to get value if this horse would get bet down. I, I don't think it would make him a good bet, but I think you get a little bit of a, a price versus what you would typically get on a, on a Chad, good Chad Brown runner in a turf race because you've got much more experienced and accomplished horses that he's got to beat, and that's like Grand Sonata, the two, grade three winner in Gaffleon riding. Smoking T, fourth in a grade two, Johnny V riding. Speaking Scout coming off a nice win for Grand Motion. So with those more accomplished rivals, I think I might get a little bit of a price for James Jones, and I'm going to take a swing with that uh, and uh, take him to win the Ottoman. How about you? You know you're not going to get a bargain with Chad Brown horse. This is not going to happen. But I, I well, agree I'm hoping that. for like you know four, <laughs> only like four or five to one, maybe. <laughs> yeah, and I think that's reasonable because it's a very, I think it's a very well matched field here. I think this is the toughest race to decipher. Uh, all the horses have run, uh, most of them have run well enough to win at you know if they bring their best effort. Um, I went with Speaking Scout here. Um, I like the fact that Saez rides in. Uh, rising back for Grand Motion. Uh, that race at Keeneland was off a short layoff. Uh, he didn't run that great in the Kitten Joy. Actually, got beat by Grand Sonata. There's another one I'm going to use in here. But uh, moved forward in that Keeneland race. Uh, had some trouble in the stretch and still won. And he won from the nine hole. I don't think skin hole is going to make any difference at a mile and eight. So um, yeah, I'm going I'm to go with Speaking Stout. Stout. Uh, James Jones. Obviously, SBU's Smoking Tea for Shug McGahee and Johnny V. Tallahatchie Bridge for Sassy Joseph. Uh, almost won last time out of Keeneland. Ran right behind uh, Speaking Scout and was coming at the end. So, might like, um, uh, it's actually a short because it was a mile and 316. So, maybe that cutback might hurt this horse a little bit. And Grand Sonata for Pletcher coming out of Transylvania where he only got beat three quarters of the league to Cy Dog and went off at at uh, five to two in that race, so I'm going to go five deep here. We'll get the pick four. So let's talk about our pick four tickets. I'm going to go five deep in the first leg. One, two, three, four, five. Then two, five, six, seven in the Aristides. Six and eight in the Blame, and then two, seven, and nine in the Audubon. Um, and that is a sixty-dollar ticket for me. And uh, I think this is going to be a, a tough one to get. So. Might get a decent payoff. You can catch a little bit of a price in there somewhere. But these are some well-matched fields, I thought. All right, Jim, what about you in the late pick four Saturday at Churchill Downs? What's the ticket look like? Well, I'm like you. I couldn't find a single, so it's going to be a $45 ticket. I went 2-6 in the first leg with 5-6-7 with 1-6-8. And then five deep in the finale, 2-3-7-9-10. And that's a $45 ticket. 
It's a nice card on uh, Saturday at Churchill. Again, it's their Stephen Foster preview day. I think that continues really into uh, tomorrow with another stake or two. So some good wagering opportunities there and elsewhere around the country. So make sure you have funds ready in that Keeneland Select account so if you're heading out to play golf or something, you can still make a play. We'll be back next week for a bigger edition of the In the Money podcast to talk about all the big stakes up at Belmont Park on Belmont Stakes Day. That'll be coming up next Saturday. But for now, we'll just say good luck from the In the Money podcast for KeenelandSelect.com.